This is Dan Novlin, and welcome to the Sean Newman Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to Hump Day. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Sean Newman Podcast. we got a great one for you today. And as I rolled out earlier this week, we're going to be doing a Monday-Wednesday episode while this COVID-19 has us all on lockdown uh, and try and bring a little laughter, a little fun to everybody. I certainly enjoy doing it, so we'll uh, keep up on uh, getting an episode out here now twice a week. Here are uh, some of the businesses I wanted to bring up. I put out last week, if you want to get your business info on the podcast, you know you're you know, you got, everybody's changed right now. So whether your doors are closed and you're just doing home delivery, you're still taking phone calls, whatever it is, you just want to get a message out. Uh, hit me up via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Sean Newman podcast. Let me know. And I'll, uh, I'll try and get you on here. It doesn't cost you guys anything while this situation's going on. I just want to try and help out and let people know that businesses are still rolling along. So call and ring it with CR sales, and marketing i would like to tell everyone to be safe and if your business owner if your business owner that needs representation after the virus contact call on 780-871-1417 ken rutherford has been a longtime friend of mine he houses his business houses this podcast under normal circumstances that's rutherford appraisal group he says in these difficult times if you need any appraisal for a bank loan to set a, pur- a fair purchasing price whether you're buying or selling, and that can be any type of real estate. We're talking shops, homes, farms, cabins, restaurants. You got, or you name it. Give Kenny a call. Kenny is one of the best. Uh, you're not going to be meet a better human being than Ken. So give him a call. 306-307-1732. Carly Clausen, yes, the famed Carly Clausen, who helped build the one and only podcast table that I finally got to sit around uh, a couple nights ago, just as I did a Zoom. Uh, interview. It was nice to be back in the studio. He is with Windsor Plywood and he says they're still open for regular hours or regular business as well. If you can call ahead, they're trying to help with the physical distancing. Uh, They're able to set material out on the front for curbside pickup, also offering in-town deliveries for free during this tough time. Corey Dubik with Midwest Flooring wants to let everybody know to shop local. I think a lot of people uh, are suggesting that or pushing, you know, like it's tough times. Let's try and help out the small businesses that help all of our, you know, local charities and teams and everything else. And he says their Midwest Flooring's open for regular hours. Uh, call, stop in, or shop online. Uh, Grid Athletics and Wander and Wild both have great deals. If you look them up on their social media accounts, uh, if you spend $100 at either, you're getting money back in the form of a gift card to a local business. Uh, I think it's a really, really cool uh, idea and uh, you know if you support them they're helping support other local businesses so look them up uh abbey road flowers and gifts i just talked to Lori. i uh buying some flowers for the wife she's uh putting up with the three young kids and uh and then the fourth one and me so i just uh gave her a call and bought some flowers for the wife she probably earns them every single day um but if you're looking to get something for a significant one or Somebody you're thinking of, they're temporary clo- uh, closed to walk-ins. However, they are offers, offering curbside pickup and free delivery within Lloydminster City limits. Their current hours are 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Call 780-875-2211. Now, Taylor Holt and Nathan Mullet, the factory sports boys uh, who've been longtime supporters of the podcast, uh, give them a call uh, with spring right around the corner, uh, I think, 
or who knows, we just seem to keep getting more snow. They got tons of bikes available. They just set up uh, an Instagram account with Factory Sports Bikes. That's what the title is, Factory Sports Bikes. If you check that out, you can see what they got in stock or give them a call, 306-825-7678. Fingers crossed, spring is going to melt the snow in the next week because I don't know about everybody else. I'm starting to go a little crazy, you know, with it being, you know, the days have been nice, but man, just get rid of the snow already. Malcolm Radke, uh, Lloydminster Regional Health Foundation. If you're wanting to help out, he uh, said they're continuing to purchase a few things uh, for the frontline workers. But if you want to, if you want to support, you can support by donating to the local COVID emergency fund through uh, lrhf.ca/backslash/donate. If you go directly to there, the money from that, if you donate there, helps support the front, the COVID emergency fund. Um, or there is the Skip the Dishes uh, initiative where if you log into your Skip the Dishes account, so step one, log in or create an account. At the bottom, you can click on gift cards. Use your business card or personal card and load up on some gift cards and print them out. Email Malcolm Radke at Malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-L-M, dot Radke, R-A-D-K-E, at L-R-H-F dot C-A, and he'll arrange for pickup of the printed cards and get you a receipt. And once again, repeat that. Now... Just a reminder, uh, the Sean Newman podcast is uh, is available for free on Apple, Spotify, and now it's starting to be on YouTube. So if you're listening to this, you can go to YouTube and actually see the video of me and uh, our guest today, Tanner Novlin, talking. So that is something new that's happened here in the last couple weeks. I've been working on uh, getting those up. It's another thing while I sit trapped in a house that I'm slowly picking away at. So if you're a YouTube uh you know, connoisseur, and you like being on there, I'm now available on there. I'm slowly updating the uh, previous episodes as we go along. It takes a little bit of time, but we'll slowly get those all up as well. Um, please subscribe. Please let me know what you think. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, love it if you guys subscribe. Love it if you leave some feedback. It's always good to hear what you guys are thinking. Now, here's your factory sports tale of the tape for this week. Our guest is born and raised from Paradise Hill, Saskatchewan. Now, what's interesting about Mr. Novlin is he, at a young age, went to Hollywood, L.A., and uh, has been working on becoming an actor. He's been there now for going on 13 years. He's been on the set for Letter Kenny, which I think most of us know, Modern Family, and his famous <laughs> Liberty Biberty uh, commercial, that is, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine down in Minnesota, and he knew exactly who that guy was, which turns out to be Mr. Tanner Novlin. Um, he's got some stories about uh, what, it, you know, his early days um, bartending. He talks about being on the set with uh, Tom Cruise, just watching him, uh, shooting commercials, you know, hockey commercials with the likes of Crosby and Shifley and, uh, some other really, really interesting stories. He's a completely different walk of life ca um, compared to what I've been having on with lots of hockey stories. This guy is trying to make it big in Hollywood, so I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Maybe you could show him some love on Instagram, Tanner Novlin underscore. You're going to hear just how uh, follows in the social media world can really translate to bigger things for him. So without further ado.
saying to the wife, it's probably been, I don't know, easy 13 years, if not longer, since I last saw you, probably high school. That's why, that's fucking crazy, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, time is, is, it's, it's insane how fast it flies by. Yeah, well, now you're in parenthood, so you'll see how fast it really Dude, flies uh, by. Uh, unbelievable. How many kids do you have? You have two, don't you? Three under four now. Oh, wow. I'm, we have one. <laughs> She's eight <laughs> months, and I'm like, I don't know how you do it, man. I, you so know, it's a total time warp. Like, it's that's what I can't get over total time warp. Yeah. Um, they just, they're the consumer of everything in the best and worst ways possible, where it's yeah. just like, you, it's all good, but like, my God, where does it go? It's funny as you have more, you'll find with one, you'll eventually, uh, it'll become easy. I swear to God, it'll become easy. And you're going to have the thought, well, we should just have two. Yeah. Well, what's the difference at this point? Just throw them together. Maybe they'll entertain each other. Maybe, but then you're going to have two and you're going to go, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, that's really true. <laughs> and then two is going to become easy and you'll do what I did. Huh. Well, what the wife did to me, you'll go, oh, we should have three. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, two ain't that bad. Don't have three. <laughs> I, I love yeah. them but uh it's it's uh well you get the you get the the middle child dynamic which is important in every family because you gotta have <laughs> something to talk about at thanksgiving like years later right that's right uh, someone to pick on um thanks for joining me man i really appreciate it yeah are you kidding we want to jump in when do you want to jump in i don't know sure right now you right now i mean sure. this is huge for me you have me doing something during coronavirus outbreak man this is this is big okay well welcome to the sean newman podcast i'm joined today by mr tanner novel hey, so th hey. thanks for coming on man yeah man i'm happy to be here i have something to finally do are you kidding how I, how, how is uh covid19 in la it's in it's insane how it's so? insane it's it's scary no one knows what the what the fuck is going with am i allowed to smart here oh yeah absolutely sorry where uh, no one knows what the fuck is going on okay and everyone's asking each other what what like what do you think like so the other day it was like what do you so, so Tanner, how long do you think this is gonna go like i know anything <laughs> i don't know and i was a late adapter first off this toilet paper thing is ridiculous there's no toilet paper there's no cleaning supplies and it, you go to the grocery store there's a line around the block because everyone's staying away um it's i've been on lockdown with my eight-year-old it's 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 crazy times this is crazy times well, I was thinking before I made this call, you know, like LA is what? Four mil. That's not including no. probably the, the oh, suburbs yeah, yeah. and everything. Suburbs is like 30 million people, man. Yeah. So <laughs> Lloyd is like 30,000. So we have, we have toilet paper shortages, but what you're talking about hasn't even come this far. I mean, it's, it's crazy here. It is it's, very, it's, it's, very crazy here, but the scale of it, what you're dealing with compared to here is two different worlds. No, but it's like, it's, it's like anything though. Cause you the kind of state, well, especially now you stay in your little area. So you don't know what's going on, but everyone, it's really funny. Cause we do, we do it. So we've been really good. All right. We've been, we've been staying home as you should be. We're taking it very seriously. Um, it's really interesting though, because some, I've been talking to a few of my friends and some of the, some of the, um, like the older, uh, generation who are really at risk with this don't seem to be taking it near as uh, seriously as us. Like my wife or her mom was thinking about having a, a birthday party. And then I think my other friends I've talked to, they're like, oh, well, we're, we're still going to church. And they're doing that. And I'm like, wait, guys, no, there's no social gatherings. Like, this is really serious. What is going on? You're at risk. We're doing this for you. 
That's all right. My mom's all over me because she still wants to have Easter. Yeah. So Easter's coming up. That's a big one. Yeah. We can't do it. We got to do the, we got to do the zoom. What, uh, what, uh, what's the gathering limit right now for California or LA? Zero. Zero? Nothing. You can't meet up. It's like a misdemeanor. Today I got a text message from the mayor. I don't know him personally. He sends it out to everyone, but there's literally (laughs) an alert that comes up and says, everyone's got to wear face masks. Which before they were like, if you don't have a, if you don't, you don't have to wear a face mask. It's not, a, it's not a requirement unless you're sick. So I'm like, okay, I don't need to get a face mask. Now they're like, wear a face mask. I don't know what's happening. So I'm just staying home. Well, with the, with the, the I kicked, I did for you though. I, I had to kick the, the baby out and the mom. So they're going for a walk. So that's good. So the, we do our daily walk. We get a little fresh air. We pass the neighbors on the street, and then like, you meet them. And then you see them coming around the block and everyone's like, oh, okay. Um, and you kind of like, am I going to cross? Are you going to cross? And then there's someone on their side. So you kind of walk in the middle of the street now. It's okay. Cars just stop. You don't know what to do. So, and you, but everyone's very polite. You just see like, hey, thank you. All right. Have, have you noticed that uh, people have been more polite uh, now? Yes. Yes. It's kind of funny. It's weird. It's brought everyone a little bit together. As, as hopefully it stays that way because... I mean, if there was like a riot or something crazy, I Lord forbid, I hope that didn't happen. But yeah, man, COVID, it's, it's, it's crazy. Also, I thought, okay, I'm at home. There's, there's literally nothing to do. Like, so there's a work, work stoppages for everyone. And, and um, you know, I hope, hopefully, like, it's, it's a really tough mess for, for everyone. So no one's working. And, and so it's like, well, what do you do? We're made to stay home. I'm going to, I'm going to do some fun things. Like I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll, Maybe I'll paint, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll finish that, that screenplay. I was, I was, man, I've been really worried. I got a new baby. I haven't been able to work on that. I'm gonna, I haven't done anything, nothing. It's been three weeks of me literally in basketball shorts and that's okay. I think. I think maybe, so. Maybe at a, at a month mark, it might not be. I don't know. No judgment from this side. No judgment. <laughs> Because the first week I was like, it's a little stressful. So everyone, I feel like, I feel like we're settling in in the house. Um, the wife and I are good. There's no, not a lot of fighting. When we do, we just blame Corona and uh, that COVID-19. It's just, it's like, we're just getting on our nerves. And so we'll either, hey, maybe we'll have another baby or we'll get a divorce. I don't know. It's going to be one or the other. Can't be both. Maybe it could be both. Hopefully not. <laughs> For the kids' sake, <laughs> I tell you what—they were talking. What are some of the side effects of Corona? And that's two of the things: divorces, and there's going to be a huge baby boom in nine months. Yeah, and alcoholism. When are you allowed to drink? This isn't just coffee, by the way, Sean. That's uh, totally fine. You're allowed to drink. Five o'clock uh, has become the new like nine a.m. Right? Okay, nine. You're like nine. Okay, that's good. I try and do. We're trying because of the endorphins. I'm trying to get that like one workout in, which is yeah. like, really hard to do. Because like I basically it's me outside doing like air squats and like a couple push-ups <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I can drink now. I got the workout in. I'm good. Mel and I, my wife and I, have been doing uh, Beach Body. Yeah, I so, did it too. I, that's exactly. Is it the P90X one? No, God, no. We did. We're doing some like 21 day fix. Thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know but we one. schedule it. I try. I hate. I hate it at night. But if I do it at night, I can't drink and then work out. So it actually keeps me honest. Oh, that's well, yeah, I guess so. But, um, it's no, no I'm, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not, no fun right now, but dude, you know. I had that. I, I found those P90X DVD because we we're like, well, shit, what are we gonna do for workout? You know, a, a lot of, um, 
fit, you know, fitness class and all is like a big thing. And so, but a lot of them are doing them online, which is cool. But I was like, Hey, you know what? Let me look in the old DVDs that you told me to throw away a thousand times. And <laughs> I was like, here, blow it off and uh, pop it in. And Hey, 2007, what's the difference? It's still the same good workout and we're, we're moving. Have you enjoyed being around your uh, family a little bit more? Cause I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's been awesome. And, and, and like, like I said, my daughter's eight months old. And so like insane, like bonding time, it's really sweet. And also kind of a gift in the sense that she's um, a total time warp. And so it actually helps the days kind of go by because she'll just suck the, suck the time right out of you. You'll try and put her to bed for two and a half hours. And Hey, look at that day's done. She's sleeping through the night. Yeah. Yeah, she is. So she's, she's good. She's, she's, we are, we're lucky. We got a pretty good one. So that's sweet. Well, uh, Casey, our youngest, he'd be just passing six months. So we're a little behind you on that one. Yeah. Oh God, you're in it, man. You're in the next level. I don't know. My my wife's a superhero. She's from Minnesota. She, uh, I don't know. She makes, uh, she's pretty much got to deal with four kids. I mean, my three little ones and me, right? Like, I mean, she's in one. (laughs) You got to get a good one. That's important. (laughs) <laughs> but um yeah there's no there's no it's crazy like no so no work uh, everything's been everything has been stopped um which is a bummer uh cuz i i signed a new uh a new deal for uh, a show which was supposed to start in march so it's got pushed indefinitely so i can we haven't even announced it yet we can't even talk about it so that's actually up to me back and maybe i can talk about that oh absolutely no yeah. uh when this shit gets sorted out we'll have you back on and we'll make sure we uh, pump probably, up whatever be, you're doing hopefully i'm not gray by then my god you know, I, uh, jumping to the end of my list, but the Liberty Mutual commercial. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? Dude, my, like, um, that crazy, sometimes that happens, I guess. I don't know. Um, was a very cool experience and has been like, uh, really well received, uh, which was awesome. And I kind of had a little bit of an idea, uh, that we were onto something because the writers were, uh, like really active in it. Um, and like really having a good time, but I mean, it was just another like audition, another cattle call, I don't about 3000 people, however many people they see. And, uh, um, yeah, I just kept coming back and then I, they were like, we're going to shoot. And so we shot at the back lot of universal. They were shooting a bunch of other commercials that day. Um, and we, we had a blast shooting out. Like the writers are so smart. Like, I wish everyone's like, Oh, do you an improv all that? I wish I could figure out how to do that. I mean, we had some like collaborative, but like it, those guys are so smart and um, that campaign is, has taken off and I, I got a lot of opportunities from it. Um, Absolutely. After that modern family called, I got to do a little spot on modern family right in the nick of time because the show was wrapping up. I think it was like the third to last episode. Um, so that was, so that was cool. So yeah, it's funny how like uh, a random commercial, especially I hadn't got to do a, to- a whole lot of work in like comedically, which ironically I, I really enjoy. Um, other than, I guess I just worked on letter Kenny, um, which was kind of cool. Letter letter Kenny was uh, made you hit in, in this yeah, part of yeah. the world, probably well, all of Canada, right? It's, it's funny. Well, not, I mean, it was just a, a quick little guest star, which was awesome. Uh, but I didn't really know what the show was. Um, they hadn't made the Hulu deal yet until, uh, I think that that season, uh, that they were shooting was four. And, um, I was working on another project and they were like, Hey, you know, this, this came in. I don't know what letter Kenny is. It's tones. It's, it's Crave TV in Canada, which I think was still just getting its footing. And uh, my agent actually told me not to do it. They're like, I don't, I don't know what exactly this is. This might be a bad deal. And I said, well, let me just look. And so I watched a few of the episodes. I was like, oh, 
oh no 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 i i get this jared jared is puff he's he's, he's justin hoffman he's the same person i'm just like oh my god this is the mixing thing i've ever seen in my life this is this is every I, I, this is my world let's let's do this well i don't know what the what's the role let's say like oh it's like i'm like cool let's let's do it and i got to work on it for a day and it was this and it was really cool because uh uh, Mark McMorris is there, the snowboarder. Um, so I got to hang out with him all day, uh, which he's a fascinating guy. Um, and uh, like Jared, those guys are so talented and uh, all scripted. I was, when I first went there, because when you book a role, you don't really know what the, you're getting into um, in the sense of if it's going to be a, a quick spot, you just try and fold into the mix. You know, it's, it's like getting called up on a hockey team. You're just kind of like, all right, I'm going to like, let's not fuck up too much and like let's not they got something going let's just try and you know put a little in there but like whatever stay all the way um and so i was thinking oh wow these guys are these are so natural they must improv a lot so i gotta like really know what's going on dude all that fast pun dialogue straight off the script like those guys are pros i was so impressed it was it was fun it was cool one yeah well that one i uh was talking about it with a buddy here earlier this week and i was saying the only more Canadian show than Letterkenny is probably Trailer Park Boys. Like that's the only yeah. that's the only other one you can do from Canada. Like, also, what's Corner, corner Gas has got oh, a lot cor- of Corner Gas, yeah, absolutely. I guess um, I should point out my favorites because Letterkenny's fuck, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So when I you strolled in on that one, that one's even the yeah, small part, cool. it was still cool. Yeah, it was really cool just to be uh to be in there for a while. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I mean, I haven't had the um. I mean now. Hopefully we'll see uh, if, if we go back. I'm working on a show called um, Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, it's on the CW. I think it's on CTV. Uh, Monday nights. Uh, <laughs> nice little toss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think my uh, first, I do like a little three episode arc uh, on there that's coming up. And then uh, hopefully we'll see. I'm going to come back for the next season. So um, that one's, that one's going to be really cool. I'm really proud of that one too. Well, the reason I wanted to have you on is a lot of the stuff you're talking about is like kick ass. But for me, I always go back to, uh, you know, whatever guy it is. I always curious how you got your start. And for you, we went to high school together, but I don't ever remember. And believe me, there's some foggy patches back then, but I don't ever remember you going like, I'm going to LA and that's what I'm going to do. And like, I was curious, like, man, you go from, a town of Paradise Hill, which is what, 500 people, mm-hmm. 700 people, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range, uh, to uh, packing up, going to LA. And I mean, fuck, Saskatchewan is damn near double the size of California, let alone LA. But there's what, 1 million people in Saskatchewan. You go to LA, which has got millions. California's got like 40 million. Like that's culture shock, I guess, is where I go. And it's not like you're going down there to, and maybe you can explain that a little better. Um, from my eyes, standing on the sidelines, it wasn't like you went down there and had 50 actors you knew and you just hopped in and now you're, no, you know? Complete, no idea what I'm doing. Still don't know what I'm doing. Uh, it's like it, it was um, – I mean, I never intended it really – it kind of found me in a sense of um, when I moved here, it, it really was just because there was like a small opportunity. I never took it seriously. I wasn't, uh, you're right. I never had any ambition to like be an actor. I also think that's just, it's like, it's kind of a certain type of person. Um, and if you are the person that's, that's fine, but there's a bit of, um, I mean, there's yeah, actors have egos and they're, and they're like, I'm, I'm that person. I'm the star. I'm the, and I, I never, I don't know if like too much humility was built into me. And I was, so even when I 
was here uh, that was really never that appealing. But um, the storytelling aspect was always um, interesting. And I guess I would always make like, we would do like a lot of like wakeboarding or like snowboarding and we would always like video that or like do stupid um, makes little silly videos. And I remember I'd like always edit those videos and put music behind it. And like, I really like love that aspect, but you're right. Where, where I grew up and where we grew up and, and you know, the world that we were in, like that kind of profession really didn't exist or it was just kind of a, a hobby or a pastime. And so I started doing like print work was the number like uh, opportunity. And I was like, Oh, I could maybe like make some money for this. But the main thing was just to get a U.S. Uh, citizenship. And okay. so uh, they were like, hey, you could, you could come to Los Angeles. I had actually had an opportunity to go to Vancouver, which in hindsight, I kind of wish I would have because I would have been able to get a little more established, I think, in a smaller market. Then you're right, moving to L.A. and um, not knowing one person. Like, I didn't know one person. Uh, we had family <laughs> friends in, so in, 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 in Ontario. So <laughs> we had family friends in Ontario, which is a suburb of, of L.A. that's about an hour away. Okay. And uh, I was like, oh, I, there was gracious they're like a billet family i moved in with them i worked under the table he sells uh scott family sells uh new holland construction equipment and my dad oh, okay yeah uh, and almost sells agriculture equipment so they're old family friends and so they're like yeah you get your papers processed which by the way took a year so for an entire year i uh i just like fixed like trackos and stuff like that and uh, he let me live at his house and fed me and hung out with the family and then like two or three times a week i would drive and uh, go to acting class in, in LA. And so that for me was, was really important in the sense of, you're right, it was insane culture shock. I was so overwhelmed, like I was scared to drive on the freeway. I still had my red lightning. I still, I drove you had down the, I still, you had the I red lightning? I still have it. It's like, like, things like a time capsule, man. But I uh, would drive every day. And um, that's when I was like, this is nothing like I've ever done before. This is transfer. And I, that's when I got like the bug. And uh, then my papers came and uh, I had representation who like, you know, whatever you, you find your people kind of, you go through that at that time. It wasn't necessarily my people, but um, he sent me on, a, on a, an audition and it was a TJ Maxx back to school commercial, uh, like national commercial. So what, is, wh so what is an audition like for me, the, the pigeon sitting back at. Uh... So you get your phone goes off. And your agent's like, hey, you, there's an opportunity at 12.30. This is the address. Uh, they give you a slight little synopsis of like what the commercial is, and they tell you what to wear. And a lot of times, they don't even really give you a full description of the synopsis because they don't want you to share with anyone. So they just tell you in the room when you're there. Like, and you walk in the room, and uh, they're like, all right, you two are a married couple. Uh, you're, you're shopping, and uh, whatever. You know, you, this is the relationship. And they maybe a little bit of sides, and they put on there, and you do your little spot with the random girl that you just met as your wife and then you leave. And there is a thousand people they see for that. So it's, it is a numbers game, but you're also, it's kind of, as I've like been doing it a long time, it's always kind of just like meant, meant to be your project or not. It's like just kind of happens and you just got to be good with that. You know, like there's no, there's little tricks like you can be a professional and you can, you don't want to be green, which I was extremely green for a <laughs> long time. And like, I, you just have to learn. There's no, you could take schooling, but I kind of had to learn. I learned it on the, on the fly. And that's honestly why it's probably taking me so long to work. <laughs> like, it just, uh, so what were you trying to do? Like when you were going to acting class, what were you trying, uh, 
I mean, besides trying to pick up everything, what was, when you look back on that time, what were you trying well, to pull I still out take of it? it? Like I still, I still take it. I think you can always learn. Um, and also you go through different techniques. So like the tech, the acting technique that I first started uh, wasn't necessarily right for me. And it took me a long time to bounce around and try different techniques that kind of click with you. And all you're trying to do is create a, like a real life, live character. Like you're just trying to, to, to get into that world. But honestly, Sean, the actors talking about their process is the most boring thing ever. I mean, let's, <laughs> <laughs> my God, <laughs> it's like, whatever, but like the projects are crazy. And then, so I would work here, there, like I did also like literally not knowing what I was doing, just winging shit. And just, I don't know, like kind of fearless in a way, but also very self-conscious uh, because it didn't feel like I belonged because I, I, I like, it's a whole world where I've always felt like out of place still. The, you feel that way you know and you you get a little bit of confidence as you keep going but man like i'm doing this a lot like 12 2000 yeah 12, 13 years like that's insane but it's just it takes a while to get that and it took me a lot of baby steps but like some crazy like music videos i shot a bunch of music videos there was this one i remember uh i think it's like a british artist or something like that she was really hot and they were like you're gonna um uh, it was another audition or whatever. You're like, you're a surfer. And I'm like, can you surf? And I was like, well, I can like wake surf. Like, you know, like you behind the boat. I did that before. I could probably surf. Fake it till you make it, right? So I'm like, okay, let's do, yeah, I can surf. So like, cool. So I go in and they're, I book it. And they're like me and two other surf guys. Like, all right, it's your love interest. There's a triangle. Um, and so the first shot, you, you're going to be just running out um, into the water. There's, there's a cameraman out there in a scuba gear. So we're going to get some under the water shots. Here's your surfboard. And I'm going, okay, uh, yeah, I can do this. All right. And there's two cameras on. We're going to do long lens. And they're like, all right. Uh, and uh, just go out there, catch a few waves. We'll keep it really natural. And they're like, and action. Like I stood there. And the first of all, they gave me a long board, which was like eight feet long. And it's just these waves are hammering in. And so I'm like, okay, so I just run hit her first wave i hit literally the board shoots straight into the air like 25 feet like just shot straight between like i tried to do the dive thing no poof, right up and the entire time it, it got caught up in the surf and then went waiting and i just like i went and ran and got it and <laughs> came back i never got in the water and they were never and it's just like i never i'm literally in that video for like three seconds i'm like oh, okay we can't do that anymore we got to be honest that we can't surf. <laughs> oh, i don't know I was like, I can't, I don't know. Anyway, That's, yeah. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, when you get the, when you go in for the TJ Maxx and you get it right. And you see the thousands of people or hundreds of people, whatever it is. And you actually get it. I didn't know but, that at the time though. Like I just, literally, I was like, Oh, this is easy. They're like, oh, I just on the stage. And they literally, that was like a print one where you just like, like guy coming out of the, like the door swings open. You're like, dude, you back to school. Uh, beanies are $12.99. And I'm like, cool, that's, that's, that's it. Let's do it. And uh, it never aired. That was the thing. And so I was like, oh, national commercial. And then it never aired. So I got, you get paid just for the day rate. Um, with commercials, you get residuals. And uh, generally the more it plays and the more often it plays, it's the better, uh, better things. So that one never went to air. And then I didn't work for three years. So it was like, <laughs> Okay, this is the crime. So, so during the, the, in the meantime, in three years, 
what the hell are you thinking? Honestly, getting like acclimated. It, it was took me a long time. I got a job. I worked a I worked at a bar, um, which was crazy and interesting. Um, and not, again, like trying to make friends and like after class people. I've never like been totally. And I played hockey, man. Like, I could tell you, hockey played a big part in um, like in my career. With that, it's a really tight knit, cool community here. So um, I just like started joining a men's league. We played at the Toyota Sports Center where the, where the Kings practice. And uh, I met some guys like through there, and then one, th- and then I, oh, then I did like a um, World Juniors ad, which was like really cool with uh, Mark Shifley and and Gallagher. Oh no Those guys were juniors. Yeah, there was like this cool commercial for I think it was Gatorade, and I was just like one of the players, you know. Yeah. And we shot it on a sound soundstage where we were like walking, and then we, it was like pressure, and the walls kept moving in, the light would explode, and and then boof, we like pound through the gate and like fly onto the ice it was cool it was a really cool spot um but what the director that i met through there um i started hanging out with him and then he's like oh you would be great you should come skate with uh jerry bruckheimer and the guys at the bad boy skate and i'm like okay what is the bad boy skate so then i get there and the awesome skate number one first off a lot of like old bets which is really cool like chelios yeah. will come out and skate uh bill ramford comes and skates every once in a while who plays out um and so like it's always from like call my dad on my home like hey guess who i guess who i scared because i get still yeah it's cool man it's like (laughs) i get little it's cool and then like a lot of actors like cooper good jr is like uh one of the main guys he's crazy uh michael rosenbaum plays all the time he's um in smallville i don't know if you guys know smallville yeah 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 he's a really cool guy so like you kind of build your community so it, it takes a long time it's a big city um it's a tough city a lot of people don't like it here and they move because it's intimidating but I don't know if I'm just too stubborn or just, I don't know, <laughs> time flies by and before I know it, it's like been that long, but um, yeah, you build your community and then you, you know, you, you kind of one thing with another networking is huge in the, in the industry really too. Like it's, it's like, you got to be able to kind of know to get to the front of the line. Well, that, that doesn't surprise me. That networking goes no matter what industry you're in. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Very true. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a lot of, it's, you got to have the talent to back it up, but you also got to kind of know the guys putting everything together. Yeah. And you gotta, yeah. The, the guys, you, you gotta know how to get through a couple obstacles because they set up obstacles to keep a lot of riffraff out. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's what they do. That's, that was me. They kept me <laughs> because I remember like, it was crazy because Hollywood's really good at that. Um, it seems very attainable and very close because it is close, but then also you're like light years away. In the sense of, uh, like, uh, like when I bartended, I was uh, like I was at Leonardo DiCaprio's table with a pussy posse, like watching them run through Victoria's Secret models. Like it's it's and and like hang like yes, I'm working, but also they're like right there hang up, but yet they're on a completely other other planet. Um, so that like yeah, bartending was crazy, man. Like I had like that was maybe my college years, I guess, uh, because I worked at this bar called One Oak. It's still it's still here, but um there was all sorts of crazy celebrities that would come in and, um, Oh, great. Oh, sorry. I don't knock the door. I'm like, Oh God, my wife's so in this. She's like baby duty. Get off. <laughs> um, anyway, it was really fun working in there because we'd get like, um, uh, I don't know. Just, I was still like up for paradise. Also Saskatchewan. I had seen the celebrities. It was still cool. Still cool this day. Sometimes. Who is the coolest? Who is the person who kind of, Got you tongue tied. Was there somebody who walked in? You're like, holy crap. I mean, honestly, like watching like Leo run was he's fascinating to me, just in the sense that he he dates a lot of girls and it's no trouble for it. Like he 
he gets like a lot. Like, like even Clooney was like at a time they're like, okay, George, all right. Stacey Keebler around there. They're like, all right, you're, you got to settle down. And then granted he's a little bit older, but everyone like Leo just keeps operating, man. And no one's like, Hey Leo, like maybe this is getting, he's like, and it's like oh, power to him, man. It's a lifestyle. It's a whole thing. And no, no me too for him, man. He's, he's good. I don't know how that works. So that was cool. But like Rihanna was like coming and like fun and like, they're just all like, everyone's like really nice. Like you could hang out. So I was just, what my job was, was I would like bartend their table. So basically I would just stand at the table and make drinks for everybody. But one thing leads to another. And before you know it, you're partying with everybody. So like Snoop will be DJing and then like Rihanna will be sitting there and Travis Scott and like all these rappers and uh, yeah, just like getting it done. It's, it's, it's like a fun town. I see how like a lot of actors, a lot of people get like caught up in that life um, and like lose focus that way. Cause it's definitely fun and definitely easy to do, but I gotta watch out for that. <laughs> I don't know. You're uh, you're on a different level than me. I'm, I'm going to the grocery store working at, the no, old no, no. sales this, job. This, I, I don't bargain. This was, this was, this is well, I'm on your level now, brother. This, this was the years. Oh, this is a city where you could be forever young. Uh, I don't feel, I feel the same. I feel it the next morning. We don't, we don't do that very often anymore. What was the first, uh, first time you went in and, uh, shot a scene like, like, cause totally fucking nerve wracking, terrified, still terrified. It's the scariest thing you could, especially, when you become a little more established and you start doing some more uh, work and you get some confidence, you can then start. But like I said earlier, like you just don't want to fuck anything up, man. And like all these people, all these guys work their asses off to put a light up and make it make you look good. And the camera has been pulled. They practice the move. They got it. And then at the last minute they call you in and they're like, all right, do your shit. And it's a lot of pressure. Like, even if it's not a, like, live uh audience or anything there like they could see do that still there's you know 50 80 crew guys that are sitting there being like jesus christ we want everyone just wants to get through the day and get the day you know if you don't get all the scenes it's, that's a lot of money and so you got to be able to deliver and that's that's what they're betting on and that's really the the thing with work and why you might not work is because people it's a you're taking a risk if you're an unestablished um and you're saying, no, this is my guy. Someone's sticking their neck out for you. So you want to do right by them. Um, but also that doesn't happen very often because it's their ass and nobody wants to get fired, you know? And so it's, it's, it's easier to take a, take an actor or someone who's all they're like, Oh, well, we know that he's done this and he's, he's not going to fuck up on the day and he'll, we'll get that. Let's just get him rather than taking a risk on this. Guy. So I think that's why it's also a, a little tricky. Um, unless you create your own content, which is becoming more and more um, easily doable and yeah. easily doable. And uh, that's when you're like, all right, fuckers, you don't believe that I can then look at all this shit. And then boom, you know, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, wow. So you're less of a, a less of a risk. That's how I see it. I just see myself as a risk. <laughs> <laughs> did you, when you first went there in the first, I don't know, however many years, did you ever find a, a mentor of sorts? Like anyone that could kind of show you um, uh, the ins and outs? No, not really. Like it took me a long time. I do now. Um, also, I think like, honestly, like this is something that changed, but I think my wife really helped me out a ton. <laughs> she was, uh, she'd worked a lot. And she was like, whoa, what are you doing? No, don't do like, You know what I mean? 
Um, and so I think uh, we worked together on a music video. And uh, so is that how you a, met her? No, is the, the sick the sick puppies music <laughs> yeah. video? Yeah, which we forever have that song now. Which <laughs> is a great ballad, which was, was played at our wedding. We didn't know, but it was played at our wedding, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we literally have this timestamp of this music video of like when we first met, which I guess is kind of cool and sweet. Um, but she like helped me out a lot. So yeah, so I think my wife's a member. And then now, um, yeah, I have some, a few friends, but it took me, yeah, it takes a long time to kind of find uh, someone. But man, when you do, it changes, it changes a lot. So I encourage anyone, no matter what you're doing, to try and uh, find someone or ask someone or, you know, you got to ask questions. And I think it took me a long time to ask, ask questions. Um have you been watching tiger king on a side oh note so good <laughs> carol baskets she fed her husband of the tigers <laughs> it's so uh, and like Absolutely what perfect timing I, how like perfect timing with netflix everyone is like i would love to know how many people watch that it's he, he's more famous now than everyone and he just wanted to be famous the whole time but now he's in prison that's right um it's it's a crazy crazy story and i i heard about him first i think i, I watched uh, john john oliver on hbo did like a little spot on him when he was running for president i was like i recognize this guy and then i mean it's i don't i don't even know what to say i mean there's really no opinion to have it like holy fuck by the way she totally killed her husband right i, I think so but I think so. they reopened no that investigation are they i think so i don't know like that might be fake news. i don't know I don't know. Those shows always, they always uh, make it seem like not, no stone was, they were all left unturned and that you could go back and, oh, yeah, she's guilty and away he goes. But chances are, chances there's are, not enough. there's that's not true. enough, right? I just want the story to continue, I think. So everyone's just like, oh, look into this. Gale it, baskets. It's uh, bad. Just sitting down. The being locked in your house with your children and they finally go to bed and then flicking that on for an hour and you're just like <laughs> that's why wow. I haven't done anything uh, <laughs> I was saying quarantine here I'm like oh god I really should get to that painting no I'm watching Tiger King I'm watching Tiger King man <laughs> get out of here man and I blaze through that McMillions is really good watch McMillions that's insane on HBO that's another crazy story all these McMillions? Years been, yeah, yeah all these years I've been trying to win the goddamn Monopoly game and McDonald's was never gonna happen did you no know shit. Story? Oh, no, I don't well, want to ruin it for, for you. You need to just watch it. It's about it's about filmmaking. By the way, right now is awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like the storytelling in it is is great. Like it's it's because everyone's like, well, how is this not a movie? I was and it's like it doesn't need to be a movie. This this it, this is it. TV has never been better than it is, like in the last I don't know ten years. Mm -hmm. Like no, television writers, shows. Yeah, right. All the writers you got to always kind of follow the writers and the writers. There's a lot of good movies out there, but the, the fact of the matter is, is the ones that really get the people out are the, are the big blockbusters and it's yeah. so global now. Um, but uh, the TV, yeah, the TV, all, the, all those really good uh, writers that went to television and you can tell, man, it's awesome. What, uh, what uh, show are you watching? Binging? We'll just, I, oh, geez. I, I mean, obviously Tiger King, Tiger crushed, King, but. Yeah, I just crushed Tiger King. What do I like? I mean, my, some of my favorite shows are, uh, uh, I like. I watch a lot of FX. Atlanta's really good. I kind of like those dark economies. Uh, Baskets is on FX. I think that's really good. Zach, I'm a big Zach Galifianakis guy. Okay. Um, uh, I watch a lot of Barry's. Really good. HBO's usually. Yeah. 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 Really yeah. In the, really in the zone. Um. Yeah. I like. I like kind of all, all those ones. I'm. Uh, I'm uh, binging right now. Westworld. 
Oh, HBO. Yeah, watch that. yeah, Westworld is supposed to be good. I haven't gotten into that one. I'm not a big it's, sci-fi guy, which is kind of interesting because Roswell, uh, New Mexico is, is, sci-fi, is, is yeah. a sci-fi show. But yeah. for the most part, I mean, if you really break it down, I mean, it's not necessarily whether or not you believe that this this guy has this power. That It's really about their relationships. And so I kind of focus that on that show. And, and Roswell has some amazing storytelling through relationships and, and struggles kind of built in this metaphor of, of um, aliens and, and integration of two different kind of cultures and two different like beings. And so that, that for me was what's really, really cool. And Karina McKenzie does like, she's the um, executive director with Julie Pleck and uh, they crush it on that show. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of that one. Um, we have a really cool arc at the, or I get a really cool arc at the end of the, on the season. So. And has that aired yet? Mm-hmm. Hasn't no, it's coming up. It'll uh, is she's I don't know. I should know what I don't know. Like episode eight or nine or something like that. I think yeah, yeah. Three, so a couple like in a month. In a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Keep my wife Kayla. My, and so and this first off, this never had. My wife Kayla is on the show as well. Oh, which okay. Is a dream. I mean, like we didn't meet on the show. We just are both on the show, and so our it's amazing. We have to bring our baby, and so and our storylines will never uh, never because she's in the. Uh, past her her episode debuted last week so if you haven't seen it check it out um and so it's been really cool for our family to like i can go to work and go to work and we get to we shoot in santa fe new mexico which is a beautiful town um and so little baby poppy's been everywhere she's been she's been back living on 10 10 plane it's ironic because she's been on 10 flights and then now we're in you know by the time she was uh six months which is a lot for a baby that young and uh, now she's locked down in quarantine and and loving the attention (laughs) Yeah, where is some of the cool places you've shot? Um, like, has it just been L.A. or have you gone Sudbury, anywhere? Ontario? Sudbury, Ontario. That was pretty cool. <laughs> no, that's no, cool. Actually, I really like Sudbury. It reminded me a lot of Lloyd because it's old Nickel Town. Yep. Um, so that was cool. We called it shot Letter Kenny there, and I shot a um, shoot a lot up there. Uh, I shot this web series called Cold, um, which was uh, a digital release. Um, which was really cool story, um, really gritty. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I did like a lot of print shoots are really cool. I don't do um, as much print work anymore, but when I did that, you always get to go to the hot places. So you get to go to Tulum and you get to go to the Bahamas and like all that shit. And you get to do your little <laughs> swimsuit little thing. You know, you know, you do it. When you finish something, a project, uh, whatever it is, do you watch it or are you like, nah, I'm, I can't go back and watch myself? No, I watch it. I, I I'm interested to see how it turns out. Is it? Although I, I don't like. It's hard. It's weird. It's it's just weird because it's it's your face and yourself, and you know everything that went into it, and so it's it's can become a trap, a little bit. So you have to kind of. I just kind of watch it once. I don't get like. What do you mean a trap? With it. Well, I think if you watch it, you might be like, oh, if I turn my face like this, and because it is a technical medium in the sense of you have to know how to position yourself around around a camera it's not like theater in the sense where it's you're open and you're big and uh you're loud and everything so you have to be a little bit technically aware but if you get too technical me my speaking for myself anyway if i was to see something that i was doing i might think about it in the next scene you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. like i might be like oh my fucking nose looks big there or something I'm, I'm never gonna but like really that's got nothing to do with the story or the character or the whatever the hell's going on and it's like you leave it alone dude you're in it you know what i mean that's the goal the goal is always just be in it you know and you're not thinking about it and you're just feeling mistakes to see 
How many, how many times has been the most takes you've had to do going, you know, the Liberty Liberty, 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 brother. Yeah. Is, is that the- <laughs> no actually to tell you the truth we crushed that like we shot that in an hour and a half really uh, it was bang bang boom like the the soundstage is just a big uh blue curtain behind you and they build the little pier and uh they set the camera because the camera there's one setup and so they would just spitball stuff and so we did i mean i guess that's probably it like the most takes i haven't really been in a thank god like a can't get it out like keep effing up the lines it's pretty crazy how much effort goes into even an hour and a half of work uh just on like the set design and everything totally i was watching Um, a documentary on game of thrones how it was made and uh, like all the stuff they had to build and i was like holy it's that i mean i think that's the I mean, that's where you measure the, the whole thing. They, they, those guys did. And they would have three of those going on throughout the world. That's right. So they'd be shooting an eye. Like, that, that show was massive. Did not watch that show. You didn't watch Game of Thrones? Did not watch Game of Thrones. Because no. it's sci-fi-ish. Because it's sci-fi-ish. And I judged it. Even I t- with the, even I'll tell with you Khale- this. Even with Khaleesi, I couldn't. I did watch the Khaleesi part. But. I t- I t- <laughs> I'll tell I you this. Catch, I did catch that. My wife is... Uh, not into sci-fi either. And I got her into that show because the acting writing for, for seven seasons, at least is fantastic. I guarantee you'd like it. To guarantee. tell you the truth, what happened was, is it re- like people here would have game of Thrones nights. Absolutely. Like our friends would get together and they would be like game of Thrones nights. We're making this meal. You bring this. And then we were like, Oh, we haven't, um, we haven't caught up. What season is it? And they're like, it's on season seven. I'm yeah. like, oh, how many episodes? They're like, you have about, oh, I wish I could go back and I wish I could be you and watch all those 700 hours of television. I'm like, I looked at it and I was like, babe, I think we missed it. I think we missed the Game of Thrones because I don't, that's like You're stuck in COVID-19. Actually, that you, would be the perfect you time. Got, You're right. You, you I got to paint just, though, Sean. I'm supposed to paint. Well, fucking paint Khaleesi. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone's going insane, man. Like the best part too is, 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 I don't know, the Instagram people, like these Instagram followers are going fucking insane because there's no like content and like they're having to do shit in their house that is like dance monkey dance. And I'm like this, I'm like everyone is freaking out because going, basically lifestyle in Los Angeles is is having, an, because what the typical day for the LA influencer is you go, you wake up and it's like eight o'clock and then you, you know, go have your coffee, take a picture of that. And then you do hit your workout at 11, take a picture of that. And then you have a little, you know, you have your drink and I'm not judging this. A lot of these people make a lot of money doing this. So whatever, all power to them. And then you go home, you change cute outfit, take a picture of that. And then you go out and you go dance with your friends or whatever. You can't do any of that anymore. There's no going out to the yoga is canceled. You got your drink stand is delivery only. You got your dinner with your friends. Nope. Uh, so it's, it's been kind of crazy to watch everyone implode. Like, like I look, I can learn how to juggle. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever think about being an Instagram at any point? I don't think I'm interesting enough. I don't even know how much, like what they get paid off of how many people like a photo. Is that how yeah. it works? Yeah, it's crazy, it, but it also makes a lot of sense. And honestly, it, it, it uh, affects film industry too. Um, in the sense if you think about it, if you hire an actor where they have, or not an actor, or even someone who can just, an actor trying to start out, you know, so it's a smaller part, 
but then you have someone else who's like maybe not necessarily an actor but has two million followers, followers. in yep. this movie and then you get them to post about this movie well hey two million people are learning about this movie when the other maybe more talented actor isn't there but on the like nickels and dimes kind of thing you're like hey we might get some actually tickets sold to this thing so i see how it how it works that way um it's pretty crazy know, yeah that's crazy though it's a, it, it's about exposure but uh did i ever consider being one no i um maybe you don't like maybe, take maybe, maybe now Maybe in COVID-19. You, you could learn how to juggle. You could, could post about Game of Thrones and your painting. I know. It is, it is, it is something, though. I mean, it's, it's a new medium, and it's, like you, it's hard not to um, – you, know, you can't really ignore these things because everything is evolving, and you want to be with it. But also, something like TikTok, man, I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm getting old, but I don't get it. I don't I get don't, it. But I, I do enjoy I, some I, of they, the videos on it. I do. I do. I get it. But I also think it's extremely un, it's, it's not very creative. Like you're, you're using your voice to do, no, it's not even your voice. It's like, you're just doing voice. What are you saying? Lip syncing. And I'm like, well, try and imitate the voice or something like, like I want a little more to it. Or I like, cause I can understand the vine seemed a little more creative, but maybe I'm just watching the wrong TikTok. I don't know. I, uh, I just watch whatever people post. So sometimes yeah. I watch it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I throw my phone away and just let it. I sometimes social media is too much for me. I just, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I, I'm the same way. I take breaks and, and, and try and do it, but it's also, uh, you know, you want to stay in touch with everybody and you want to know what's going on. True. It's kind of, you get a lot of information from it. So it's, I tell you what, technology's allowed me to do this because I was thinking the next time you're back in P Hill and then you were back in P Hill and I was down in Minnesota and it didn't work anyway. So at, know, least, it was a bummer. Way, at least this way it works, right? Yeah, we, yeah, it would have been, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to be back. I'll be back, um, hopefully. Who so, knows? We're yeah. my sister's, uh, my sister, my wife's sister is getting married in August, and her bachelorette party is supposed to be in I can't remember now, June or July. But mm. our borders are like the wife's Tough going one. like what's going on? Like our poor friends had to cancel their wedding. They had a wedding in Mex in Mexico and they had to cancel it. And it's just like, yeah, man, it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then no 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 Stanley Cup, right? There's no. I way. don't know. I don't know. I I, I, I don't say like not rewarded. I I don't know. I think they're gonna find a way to try and get a Stanley Cup. I personally believe that. I but I don't know how they do it. We've sat here and you know land of hockey we've heard a thousand theories on it but then you know they go you know well trump trump said we want the the world back up and running by easter well he's mm. backed off that and now we keep hearing like end of april end of may then you know it's, start it's, of june and see? nobody knows no no one will see here you are again you're gonna ask me what i think i don't fucking know what's gonna happen it's all i know is i think we're in it for a while i don't know how much yeah, fun keep, keep how much fun would it be to have like a march madness style NHL finals just to get the games in and have a Stanley Cup champion. I'd watch it. Everybody would watch great. it. I think it'd be awesome. But I don't think here's the thing is is here I am. Here I'll give you my opinion on the COVID <laughs> thing. All right, you, all right, you you got me. It's um this is what I this is what I have heard. Uh there's I don't think you can get those those large gatherings like a stadium of people together for until like They've canceled school, so they've they've generally going to push the entire school year till September. So I think that would be where you were thinking, where you could get you know hundreds of thousands of people in the same area, and so then that runs into the next season, which is the only problem with that. So unless they did it without an, without a um, 
audience at the game, maybe. So no audience, push the yeah. season, which shortens the next season. Yeah. And then uh, you televise it, make it pay-per-view, so now you're getting your money. And nobody's watched a live sport now in how long? I'd oh buy God. it, right? Yeah. You can't go view it in big parties, so everybody would have to buy it themselves. <laughs> you couldn't have one house buy it for oh, you think people. You, you might have figured it out, Sean. I don't know. No, probably not. That'll probably backfire and they'll just cancel it. But it sucks because we're coming yeah, in knows. like this is the perfect time of year yeah. coming up, it was right? So, yeah, it was closer. So we can't even go hiking here. Like there's no, all the trails are closed. There's no, but there was a little window of a week right before they shut the restaurants down, but the golf course was still open. So you're out golfing? Like, I was like, holy shit. We're going to be in this for like two months. I'm finally going to be down to like a five. Like, let's go every morning. I was like, this isn't going to happen. And then sure enough, they shut the golf course down. So I was like, oh, oh there goes that. <laughs> so, Speaking oh. of Stanley Cups, did you get to see the LA Kings win a Stanley Cup? Yes, I Like did. in the building? In the building. Not through my buddy John Sloan flew down here. For, for the game, and he, he, he literally texted me the night before and was like, hey, you going to the game? And, they, and it was game five, game five, right? Yeah, against the uh, Rangers. Yeah. And um, I was like, no, no, dude, no. I'm like, I'm working at this bar, man. I can go this. It's like $1,000 to get in the room. He's like, I'm doing it. Let's go. I'm like, okay. So we come down here. This is actually a crazy story. He flies <laughs> on with some buddies. I'm like, cool, let's hang out. Like, so we go have, uh, they have the big festival going on and like, oh, this is cool down like, uh, what is it? LA, LA Live and the beer tent. So I'm like, go down the beer garden and he's like, yeah, we got this killer deal this morning. These guys um, literally couldn't make the game and sold us glass seat tickets, 500 bucks each. We got uh, four of them. And he's, I was like, oh, that's awesome, man. There's four of them. And I'm like, that's going to be great. Awesome. So we have our drinks. Cool, man. All right, good. Have a great time in the game. Great catching up with you. I'm watching here in the beer gardens. Have a good one. 20 minutes go by, and I see him coming up. Fake tickets. He Fake got, tickets? He got hustled. So <laughs> somebody got him with a good old ripoff. I said, welcome to the big city, brother. And he's like, I mean, a poor guy. He's like, oh, God. So what do I mean? So he like, they have a StubHub counter, and he walked up, and he's like, well, I've flown here. How much to get into the rink? <laughs> And he's like, you know what, T, throw another one on there because what are we doing? And so he bought my ticket to the game, man. And it turned out we had amazing seats. Uh, we were center ice. And uh, Alec Martinez scored that goal. Man, I've never felt more because it was game five. And we would have had to go back to New York. And then everyone's like, oh, Jesus, going back to New York game six, you could come back. So everyone was like, it was a hot ticket in town for hockey, which doesn't normally happen. It's a big Lakers town, big Dodgers town. And um, – the pressure like the you could feel it in the in the rink like overtime was happening like everyone and i've never felt an explosion of relief and excitement in one it was the most amazing thing to be a part of and then little nice side note he had kept the old ticket so when they're doing laps with the stanley cup we're like shit let's get down the ice and so we fly down and try and get as close as we can and we go to that same section. The guy's like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. And we, he flashed him the fake tickets. He's like, oh, right this way. And so then we got to go right down to the glass. <laughs> and touch, I think he touched it as it went through the tunnel. I think uh, Dowdy took it through. Like, it was so cool, man. That, that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, bucket list, man. Well, they'd be in the building to see the Stanley Cup won. In overtime. In overtime. Like, the only thing that make it better, 
Game seven or in Edmonton? In, well, totally. Yeah, I, I, yeah conflict, it, it's tough for me. I always cheer for Edmonton. Edmonton is the, is the team, but when they play the Kings, I cheer for Edmonton, but I just hope like no one gets hurt and maybe we get three-point game out of it. Uh, luckily, I haven't had to have a, a playoff series. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon uh, like with them playing each other because that would really kind of be weird. But, uh, yeah, it's Edmonton Oilers first, second. Yeah, it'd be fun to see Edmonton win. City needs it. They need to pull together. Well, we were we were on pace to make playoffs this year, and we were going to play the Flames. Well, that would have been awesome. We were going to play the Flames, but it looked like we were going to play the Flames, right? Like mm-hmm. two, three. God, that would have been fun. Yeah. People would have been in fistfights over that. Garen, yeah. Garen bloody teed. <laughs> well, maybe it'll happen. We'll see. I don't know. But it's cool. The hockey community really came together. Uh, by the way, that cup made the rounds in town. I, I didn't get to party with it, which would have been really fun, but uh, definitely put hockey on the map here, them winning those two cups. And, like, still, it's still it's, it, uh, had a good effect with, um, I think, bringing people to the rink and very aware of, like, of hockey, in, in LA, which, is, which is cool. You've been going to any uh, of the Dodgers games when they're in the playoffs? Yeah, I, love, I go to a lot of Dodgers games. I, um, I didn't catch the World Series one. Uh, last, that would have been uh, heartbreaking. But uh, the Dodger games are special too, man. That's, that's, uh, that's a whole other sense of because every pitch is important. Every yeah. bat is important. And there's, they're knowledgeable. The fans are aggressive. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, I, I really like going to Dodgers games. I'm a big Dodger guy. Um, how's uh... – has being married and acting at all affected anything or changed? I shouldn't say affected. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's, I kind of touched on it earlier, but it's like, um, it's been much, it benefited me a lot. I mean, uh, you, you, know, you have a teammate, you know, you have someone to uh, bounce ideas off of, someone to, 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 to work with. And, and being in the same industry is sometimes hard because we sometimes uh, uh, spend a lot of time apart but we kind of try and do a rule like, you know, two or three weeks is kind of gets, gets long. So we try and fly out to see each other. We, and luckily we've been on the same show with the, with the baby. So that's a whole other thing to, to adjust, but um, very like supportive. I think it's been very beneficial to tell you the truth. Going forward or maybe even since, cause you guys have been married now for, well, it's gotta be almost five years. I bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2015. 2015. Yeah. So mm-hmm. five years or soon to be five years. Um, is it ever difficult having a relationship on screen and then coming home? Does that make Are sense? Are you talking about question? having to make out with a chick with yeah, her shirt yeah, off yeah. in bed? Does that get weird? Luckily, yeah. she, luckily we both like understand it. Um, I know it's no, a job. Well, it's thing, like, it's but... really funny. No, it really is. Cause a lot of people are like, well, that must be weird. But like no i i like have no i don't know if we're like we're also like a lot of tr- trust is yeah 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 great with us and um and we understand how technical it is and uh good on her man go go like uh, whoever you and some holder go have a go dance around with your underwear that i don't care whatever go have your fun <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's so like you got to remember there's 50 people like watching behind or like a camera guy and then they're like cut it's not it's not like sexy and it's not robotic. Now in saying that a lot of on-screen romances, but I think what happens there is you get, it's not necessarily the days. It's like the long, it's like, Oh, it's the weekend. And we're all in the same hotel. And we're like, what's hanging out. And like, I got no, and there's no one else here, but the cast and crew. And so, yeah, let's go hang out. And then I think that's when you get into trouble. So 
as long as you, uh, you know, and, and we're both respectful of that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, well, it's very unique to your industry. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, right? that's like, true. Yeah. <laughs> There's not, you don't get to go and make out with anyone at workshop. <laughs> you don't get a lot. <laughs> no, and definitely not with 50 people watching. <laughs> Anyways, there's always like a thing. I remember I had one romantic scene and I was, was when I was younger and I was like, like, what if something tense, you know, like, <laughs> fuck, like, so apparently there's a good line and like, what do I like, but he's like, like, oh, you have to like, what do I say? Like, if it like starts happening and like, oh my God, it's like, oh, it's, I got you. What you say is, I'm sorry if I do. And I'm sorry if I don't. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect but luckily well, I mean, it's like so it's so like unsexy so there's just nothing nothing, nothing happened for me so it was uh sorry and sorry if i don't <laughs> well i mean and once you've been in it for a while i'm sure it's it's just part of the gig right but yeah while, honestly i always just feel bad for the poor actress i'm saying i'm sorry i just <laughs> first of all i mean like all right, what are we doing? Like, let's map out what's okay and whatever. And some of them are like, hey, go right ahead, get a little rough. And I'm like, okay, um, right. Uh, let's make sure we're all the same. <laughs> I don't want to be mean dude here. Very aware. But also, you know, we got to make it believable. That's right. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the weirdest thing you've auditioned for? Like you got called in, you're reading it on the way and you're going, I am about to try and be what? Um, I don't I don't know. I like the probably, I don't know, this came to mind. Uh, there was like a series, I forget the name of it, probably shouldn't mention it, but it was like a, all the space age, like sci-fi stuff where he's like, he does this. And it was like to be a host of a, like almost Hunger Games-esque, but everyone was an alien. And I was like, I, I don't understand what's going on. But then again, I just go back to like, okay, this guy's a host. And he finds this person attractive and he's going to use his power of being the host of the show to like whatever it is. So I usually, usually kind of cut it out, but like there's some crazy projects and, and this industry also attracts some interesting characters, which are sometimes extremely brilliant and sometimes completely off their fucking rocker. So you got to really kind of be wary of like what you're getting yourself into. And, uh, it takes a few years. Usually you kind of figure out who's totally full of shit and who actually is making something and, and a true artist and is interesting. So yeah, you cool. kind of got to develop that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Are we done? Did we do it? I stopped myself. No, I was, uh, I was just looking down. Uh, one of the questions I had before I got going on here was, I'd seen you skating at the Staples Center a while back. Oh, yeah. I, rem I remember this like, I don't know how long ago that was. I would do that a couple but, times. But if memory serves me correct, you were in a Canadian uniform, weren't you? Mm. No, I think it was like some, it was like some uh, charity event. Uh, oh, my, charity? My, okay. Yeah, my buddy um, Gary Lucy, who's another like Bruckheimer guy, like it's such a small, awesome community. He put together this thing called the, uh, Wait, oh geez, he's gonna kill me. Pups, pups and wags. It's it's basically a charity for uh, adopting um, uh, pets for uh, dogs. Okay. And so yeah. we did we did a fundraiser where uh, we got to skate at Staples Center and like had a ref and turned on. Like I mean, I was a pro for the day. By the way, 
I don't know. Give me the opportunity. It's awesome. First off, it's so bright and it sounds completely different. And by the way, the boards have never, it's like a billiard table out there. It is not that hard. When those guys pick up the puck out the boards, like they're nothing. It's because it's way easier than picking them up in the old lash or the old uh, Hillmon barn. You know what I mean? Like they're straight. <laughs> they have been bent in. There's no chicken wire. There's none of that bullshit. I'm like, it's so like the bank passes. I mean, he's just like, oh, right here, right on the stick. Like, oh, no problem. But yeah, that's that's always a real. I always say yes to those ones. Well, Frick, any NHL barn to be on the ice and get that view is. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing there, man. I just I'm always just like, this is yeah, this is cool. Uh, I'm definitely gonna take advantage. I saw some commercials too with some cool guys, like. Uh, we shot a, I shot a Gatorade commercial with uh, Sid, which was with really Crosby. Cool. Yeah. Um, Fuck off. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We do. Which was, he's awesome. We got to, uh, they basically shot at the Honda center in Anaheim, okay. which is about an hour and a half South um, of LA. They totally resurfaced the uh, ice to look like the, at that time, I think it was the little P- PPG paints, whatever the old Mellon arena was like. They, they yeah, put yeah, the yeah. logo on the ice and made it look exactly like you were in Pittsburgh. And uh, we were the Canes, and I was just one of the players. And uh, basically, it's like Sid just dangling everybody, and then he does his patented leg kick back to the backhand top shelf. So the first one, uh, I was supposed to give him pressure right at the dot at center ice, and they put a camera right above center ice, hovering over, looking down. And he does like his little 360 spin around me. And so he started at the blue line. And so everyone lines up in their spots and I'm like, okay. So I come at him and again, I'm like, I'm just going to kind of angle him, you know, like you're going to, and actually, so I angle him and I skate up there. He stops on a dime and completely covers me with snow and then peels out and is gone. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like he is listening. And then also in between takes, his agent was like, hey, Sid, let's go. And he's like, no, let's go. I'll hang out with the guys because we'll just shoot pucks around while they're doing another camera set up on the other end. And um, at this time, he was like, the goalie, the, what do you call that? E-back, the goalies that are always on call for the games. What emergency call up. Yeah, emergency call up goalie. He was, the, he was the goalie in the commercial for the Ducks at the time. And um, he, Sid knew more about playing the position. And, he, and he'd played NCAA, like good goalie about where the stick was supposed to be on his blocker side up against the post. They were arguing about putting it on the outside or the inside. And I think Sid was like, you got to have it on the inside because then you can drop your hand easier and it won't get up against the post. And he's like, no, on the outside because you want the puck. And he's like, well, I can see. He got in a position. He's like, I can see there's a, there's a hole there. He's like, where is there a hole? And Sid was sitting on the goal line and he banked it off the inside of his knee and went in the back of the net on just one shot with his straight bladed, 150 flex stick <laughs> that I tried to shoot and I couldn't shoot. I mean, I was like, that's when I was like, holy shit, he's in that level. So yeah, man, it's like I said, like hockey is uh, this niche community down here has been really cool. And like, I'm so glad to have uh, played minor hockey and, and be able to like hang out with all the hockey dudes and, and the actors who play hockey, there's you know a big community of them. Kitch Taylor Kitch plays with us. Everyone's, it was like, he didn't move to Nashville. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's a good player. Um, yeah, it's good. It's pretty crazy that, you go to LA and then find a group of hockey guys to. Yeah, like, man, honestly, it's, it's just, I don't know. I'm just on some ride here. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> trying to stay on the path. Cause it's funny how yeah things just kind of navigate. If you let them. 
Uh, it's cool, man. It's, uh, it's a really interesting story. It's just something, you know, on this podcast specifically, I do a lot of, a lot of hockey players, right? A lot yeah. of sports guys. And uh, I've had some adventurous people, I like to call them, uh, that just don't, you know, are outliers. But, like, it's just so cool to hear how you got there and mm. what you're doing, you know, like – you're a very unique individual to come out of this area, I guess is where I'm going to. Yeah. There's a, that, well, hopefully that changes, you know, um, hopefully with like it becoming easier to make uh, content and videos and, and in smaller communities, it gives us access to, um, to, to think that way, you know, like at that time, it just wasn't true. No, there was no social media. There was no YouTube. There was, there was none of that. We're old, Sean. And uh, <laughs> you would just kind of make these videos for you and that was it. And if you're interested, but there was no like real industry, like the thought of going to an art school, I never really crossed, you know, crossed my mind. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it, it was interesting. And, and I'm so happy that I was able to like experience it. And it, it's taken a long time to get acclimated and feel comfortable. But uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's really good. Well, take us to our last segment, the Crude Master Final Five. Shout out to Heath and Tracy McDonald. They've been sponsoring me. We're big, huge supporters of the podcast since the very beginning. It's just five questions, long or short as you want. You got any stories, fire them off. But first one is, what part would you love to play? If you could pick any part, any character, what guy would you Derek Sanderson. Derek Sanderson? Just was, yeah. Right? No? Next question. I think that's, I think it says it herself. That guy is wild in Boston. All right. Well, we're on the hockey stuff. I mean, come on. I know your audience. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking in my head, I was going like James Bond. Uh, Actually, yeah. To tell you, but I can't see this. this well, maybe, maybe in another era. But uh, James Bond has to be British, man. I don't know. Batman, don't Batman, know. Batman would be cool. Say hey, Batman. Batman would be cool. Now Batman you're... would be insane. I mean, everything they're doing with every character, I get it. He's supposed to be British, going back to Bond. But, I mean... Learn a British accent, man. Come on. I don't know. Everyone's been British actor, though. So it'd be uh, a Canadian. I mean, I could maybe play that card a little bit. That's right. We're like cousins. I got to say, first off, I meant to say this at the top. Every guest that comes on here, I always like, you know, Google, YouTube, etc. But you are the first guy and only guy thus far that I got to do one of my favorite sites, IMDB. Mm. And I, I was like, deep dive. Oh, can't deep wait. Dive. <laughs> Yeah, everything's on there. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> kind of hide things on there. What uh what actor or actress would you like to work with? Um I think Brolin's pretty cool. Yeah. Um Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is cool. Those guys, those guys know what's up. Walking Phoenix is very fascinating to me, but I don't think we're on the same page. What'd you <laughs> think of his role in freaking the latest? I, I, uh, um, Joker? Um, unbelievable. Um it's another level, whether you like the movie or not. And then, I mean, Todd Phillips, I mean, talk, talk about directors. I mean, Todd Phillips is like the man, like I would love that or do like an Apatow movie. Those guys are just seasoned and they're, yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, Walking Phoenix was unbelievable. That is one of the darkest movies I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's heavy. I need to flick on some family guy or, I like sad but, movies, though. Not, not necessarily that. That was just intense and uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think it was meant to make you feel uncomfortable. 100%. And it was totally 
uh, he accomplished that. Um, I watched Peanut Butter Falcon the other day. Shia LaBeouf is making some really cool movies. I went to Sundance and watched him uh, premiere Honey Boy. Uh, that's another good one to check out. You Do you get to go to premieres all the time then? Uh, sometimes. I've been to Sundance a, a, a few times um, through kind of like a partnership um, yeah. that Kayla has. And uh, that is re- that's really fun because uh, it's just a small little uh, skiing, you know, skiing town, Sundance. And everyone's there, uh, you know, premiering their movies. And a lot of them are indie movies uh that are really interesting and character driven and and whatnot and those are the kind of movies i, I always attract to so it's always really fun to like tromp around in the snow and have a good dinner and then go watch a really cool movie that are screening all the time yeah i like that oh right, cool if you uh or not if you uh what covid19 hobby have you been uh inside doing now obviously it ain't painting but <laughs> have you picked up one one thing honestly just- we just moved into a house um and so we've been using this time to really like kind of, so I'm, I've been a handyman. We've been, we've been chipping away. So I, I've picked up all sorts of different, I'm now an electrician. Uh, I'm now a pool guy. Uh, I, uh, I can do the garden. I'm planning, I'm a landscaper now. So I'm, I have picked up all the hobbies. I'm just here by myself with my wife. I just, the gardener came by, the gardener came by the other day and I like cornered him. I was like, Hey man, how? So the grass, I was thinking I would do this and then and he's like, dude, I can't. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just haven't seen anyone in it. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead. Keep doing your thing. Sorry. When you look at the weather up north right now, how happy are you where you're at? See, this is what's changed though is because I've been spoiled because now I get to visit the weather and it's always fun to visit weather. It's never fun to live in weather. Um, so yeah, we're... We're really cool. And honestly, like Southern California is such a great spot to be where you can go. Big Bear is a mountain that's close here. Only like a three hour drive. And it's, there's tons of snow. Like you can't go on the mountain now because of COVID, but, and uh, in the same day you could drive back and go surfing at the beach or go, you know, and have 70 degree weather. So it's, it's really cool. Great place to live for that. But yeah, I don't miss Canadian winters. You guys, it's a tough one. It's a long one. I just wish it killed COVID. That's the only thing that would make it better. We had minus, we had a- It makes it, makes it stronger. Yeah, that's right. How does <laughs> that like make think, any sense? I Googled that the other day. I was like, wait, this touched something and I don't know. Can I put it in the freezer? Does that work? And they're like, no, it'll, you need to put it like in the sun. I'm like, oh God damn it. That's going to be wow. Yeah, we had minus 21 the other day, Celsius for your American that's, listeners. That's crazy for uh, April, man. Yeah. And like six to eight inches of snow the other day too. Punch me in the face. Yeah. But what, I mean, <laughs> that's it, man. I was there. I get it, man. <laughs> so it's just long. I remember, I don't mind the cold and, uh, and that sort of thing. It's just, I remember, it's just long and the darkness, which, which I don't miss, uh, it being dark for so long. It's, it's looking like a ghost in the mirror. Like, Oh my God. It's true. If you could have beer with one person, who would it be? Huh. Dead or alive, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where they're at. Um, I don't know. I'm overthinking it now. Probably like, geez, I'm taking a long time. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I went to politics right away. I was going to say like Obama would be really fascinating, just because I would like to hear all of the like dynamics and what it was to run for that initial campaign. Just because there's like, I don't know, there's a lot of politics going on right now. Maybe that's why it came to mind. Obama would be pretty cool. 
He's 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 a pretty interesting cat, especially what he's doing now. He's making movies and stuff like that. Is he? Uh huh. He has a film company, which is kind of cool. Like documentaries, you mean, or? No, it's like scripted stuff. All, really? All like yeah. Mm-hmm. What are what are some I, of his I movies? I haven't. I I think it's it's pretty new. I haven't watched anything yet, but I just kind of see what's going on. All right, your final one. If you were going to recommend, since you're in the movie industry, a movie that probably most people haven't heard of or just a really good movie that maybe people have heard of and haven't watched, what would it be? Uh, well, everyone is, everything is so accessible now. It's difficult to be like, hey, I got a little nugget for you. Um, but just because, well, I just mentioned it, though, because I just watched it the other night. I was bawling my eyes. I was peanut butter talking. I like that movie a lot. Um, peanut butter also, falcon. Yeah. Also, um, oh, fuck. I don't know, man. COVID's got me. I can't think of anything anymore. <laughs> Eighth, well, eighth grade was really was really uh good too eighth, eighth grade eighth grade who's in that um it's just uh shoot who directed it what i'm trying to think here you can cut this part out as i as i get on your favorite website now imdb eighth grade it's it's basically it's yeah eighth grade is an important movie i like that one. Oh. Uh, i don't know it's taking too long <laughs> How come when you have your phone and you want to show someone something, it never fucking loads? And, like, oh, and oh, you check can this, never check this, check this check this video. Oh, Bill Burham, Bill Burham. He does a, He's a uh, comedy guy. Um, eighth grade is, is a good is an important movie. Um, Josh Hamilton's in it. It's it's a, it's a bunch of young kids. It's about eighth grade, so they're not like necessarily well established, but I'm sure they're all working a ton now. I'm looking at freaking IMDb sure. and I can't see eighth grade. So I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to have to do a deeper dive into eighth grade. Well, Bill Barham's pretty good. So right on. Well, per, I appreciate you joining me. It's been a lot of fun. I'm sure everybody who listens to this will uh, have a chuckle or two. Um, stay safe down in LA. And once again, thanks again. You too, man. It'd be great to do it in person. Let's uh, stay safe. Everyone up there, take it seriously. And we flatten the curve. Hey, you want to hear this little fun nugget at the end? Um, I got, I got to go down and uh, my buddy's working on the new Top Gun movie. No so shit. Yeah. Yeah. So one day he texted me and he's like, hey, you want to come down and uh, we're doing a bunch of reshoots uh, at the studio. You want to come watch Tom work? I'm like, fuck yes. So I got to go down for two days and uh, they, they were shooting this scene in this big bar and uh, I got to hang out with, uh, with Tom all day. And What was uh, that Ma- like? Ma- Miles Teller. Uh, who plays goose in the movie. Yeah. Um, Glenn and the whole cast and, um, he's fascinating, uh, dynamic, uh, extremely technical, um, like positions. First off, his stand in is phenomenal, phenomenal actor and looks just like him. Same height, same perfect. Everything is set up. Everyone does all the rehearsals, camera moves, the actors. Okay. We're going to do this. They work out all this stuff. And then Tom comes in and his, uh, Stunt double steps out and Tom's like, all right, what are we doing? And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. So then they explain everything to Tom. He changes a few things. And uh, to like sit there and like watch him turn into Maverick. I mean, come on. You want to talk about like cool shit, but like what? Um, also, he, uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Uh, I think he wears lifts in his, uh, in his Nikes because uh, kind of like his little, like top, basically his ass just looked really good. So I'm like, something's going on with this. I was like, watching him stand there and he's talking. I'm like, Tom's ass is a little perky. And I was like, oh, 
He's got lifts in. He's short. He's like almost the same height as him. I think he's got lifts in there. I don't know. That could be a rumor. I'm sorry. But uh, his ass looked good. <laughs> Make sure that stays in context. Uh, <laughs> but it's also really cool to see, uh, to see Tom also um, work on stuff. Uh, and, and like have, you know, because you, when you watch a movie and, uh, or a TV show, you're seeing the finished best version yeah that might have taken a thousand this was a reshoot of a scene that they'd already shot in san diego they'd done it and he was still trying things and wasn't we were like watching behind the monitors and i'm like some of the stuff he was doing wasn't working you know and so you're like wait these guys you know are working on it too they're not just creating this like one take magic one shot you know perfection um they're they're trying stuff and failing and then eventually like you're like oh no there he's like found it um but it was really cool to see Tom do like this Tom Cruise. So intense. Like, oh, the most intense person I've ever seen in my life. But like welcoming and direct. Yeah, it was cool. Did you get to shake Tom Cruise's hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he tell us stories. You just tell us how he picks movies uh, and what he, what he looks for in a script and action. It, what's interesting is I'm like a little worried about him because he's doing a lot of action movies and he's not getting older and he's not slowing down no. or he's getting older and he's not slowing down and he broke his leg on the last one. I'm like, geez, man, he has no, uh, <laughs> no slow, slow, but he's not slowing no. down, man. Um, but this new Top Gun movie is going to be awesome, man. I can't, I really hope they don't have to push it. And uh, I think it's supposed to be released in July. Um, it looks I hope if the, the I hope if COVID is, is still raging then or whatever, all locked down. They don't push it. They just release it so you can buy it at home. Cause I, we need yeah. something. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. The the camera, the cinematography, and those guys crushed it. So that was a that was a really cool experience. Yeah, cool. Well, all right, man. Take care. Good to see you. And you uh, betcha. I, ho- I hope we can. Uh, I hope we can do this again. Absolutely. Thanks, Dan. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, folks. Thanks again for joining us today. If you just stumble on the show and like what you hear, please click subscribe. Remember, every Monday and Wednesday, a new guest will be sitting down to share their story. The Sean Newman Podcast is available for free on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever else you find your podcast fix. Until next time.